Mindfulness Mode. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to 2021. I want to thank you for supporting Mindfulness Mode and being a faithful listener. And if you are a faithful listener, you know that I'm now helping people improve their lives, not not only with mindfulness, but also with hypnosis, because now I'm a certified hypnotist. And I'm excited to be using this skill to help people just like you. And more about that later, but today... To celebrate the first show of 2021, I'm switching seats. I'm being interviewed today by my friend J.V. Crumb III. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, this is J.V. Crumb III. I'm actually the host of the Conscious Millionaire Show, but today I have the incredible honor of interviewing Bruce Langford on his own show, The Mindfulness Mode Podcast. So, You know, you are always hearing Bruce interview all these amazing people. And first of all, I want to thank you for showing up because I know if you're at Bruce's show, you are at one of the top shows. But you probably never get a formal introduction of Bruce and actually know some of his background. So I'm going to introduce Bruce and then we're going to have an incredible conversation about how to use mindfulness to discover your purpose in life. Well, Bruce is a mindfulness speaker, writer, life coach, consultant, and founder of the Mindfulness Mode podcast with over 2 million listeners. Bruce has extensive experience in bullying prevention, enabling him to help people who have been bullied or who experience self-bullying. He's delivered more than 1,700 live presentations. So yes, today I'm going to interview Bruce Langford. Bruce, welcome to your own show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks, JV, for doing this. This is really exciting. Well, this is kind of fun. And then we're you're interviewing me on my show. And, and actually, I don't think, I think it's been a two or three years since somebody's done that. So we've been friends for a long time. And, and this is just kind of a fun thing to do. And of course, purpose in life is one of my big topics as well. So I'm really curious as to how your purpose has driven you as an entrepreneur? Well, my purpose has uh, given me laser focus because I was so determined to help people who were bullied that I just moved right into that space. And then I, I used mindfulness to get even more centered and more laser focused. And that's what I help other people do is find their purpose by using mindfulness. So let's dig down into mindfulness. Tell me your specific definition, because, you know, both of us travel in spiritual groups and conscious groups and go to different retreats, and there's a lot written on mindfulness today, but how do you define it, Bruce? Well, I define mindfulness as living in the moment, thinking in the moment, understanding that, you know, if I'm focusing on the past, that that is going to pull me away from my purpose. It's going to pull me away from the focus that I really need to have. And if I'm worrying about the future and what might be coming up tomorrow or even in a few minutes, then that's pulling me away from the present moment. That's pulling me away from being a mindful person. So to me, being mindful is just living in the moment and also not 
being judgmental. And the one thing I realize is that, you know, it's so easy for us as humans to be judgmental of other people, of other situations. It is really a natural part of being human. But when I do that, I notice it and I pull myself back from it because I just find that 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 judgmental piece is a very important piece of mindfulness to to notice it and then and then stop being so judgmental of others because then I'll stop being so judgmental of myself so that's a big part of mindfulness to me so staying in that present moment and also staying out of judgment i'm curious when was the first time in your life that you started asking this purpose question, like, why am I here? What am I on the planet to do? The first time was when I was a, a kid, actually. I was, I was around 11 years old, between 10 and 11 years old, and I started thinking of time. I started thinking of time passing and the importance of time and what that really meant. What was that all about? What was that concept of time? And I remember so clearly that I got so involved in thinking about this that I, I just was in this world of my own and I was in this imaginary world too a lot of times where I would just spend time thinking and spend time uh, just really reflecting on what certain things meant in the world and that's one of the reasons why I use the time acronym now I talk about time and and the important uh, different aspects of of how time has affected me and my thoughts about how time passes and time has everything to do with mindfulness, of course. Well, and it does. And I know that you explore your consciousness like I do. And I have been in many states and I've been thinking states by not the United States folks, but states of being where I've been in states of being where the past, the present and the future are all merged into an eternal now. And, and I know that you've probably had those same kind of experiences. How does that impact your understanding of your own purpose? When you're in a way, almost meta looking at yourself, almost outside of yourself in a way, and going, oh, I'm looking at purpose. And while we experience time as, as linear, that, but when you're looking at purpose from a nonlinear place, what is it? What what shifts for you in terms of maybe having a deeper understanding of your purpose? And and although we haven't talked about your specific purpose yet, we're really folks just laying out the groundwork of what is purpose and how do we begin to encounter it for ourselves. Well, one of the things that comes to mind is that I, I throughout my life have had this dream, and it's very much like you describe. It's like I'm leaving my body and I'm rising up and I'm looking down and I'm seeing myself down there on earth, but I'm, I'm looking at it from, from this incredible position way up in the universe. And that is what I think gave me the perspective that I'm here for a reason. I'm here on this earth for a reason. And that is to help other people find their 
reason, find their purpose, and to use aspects of mindfulness to do that, to help them understand how they can do the work, how they can reach out to others. Because with that TIME acronym, the first one, the T, is about together. And I think for too much of my life, I felt like I had to do it myself. And Uh that was a real learning step for me. And so I teach other people that, hey, you can do this together with other like-minded people. Learn from authors, learn from speakers, learn from friends. Surround yourself with like-minded people. And as you're moving on your journey in life, you will understand and you will begin to understand more of what your purpose really is from other people who are looking for similar answers to what you're looking for. Well, I love that. So there's a collaborative piece right at the beginning. And and I'm curious, I actually don't know this about you. Uh, Are you an only child or did you have brothers and sisters? No, I uh, come from a family of seven. Oh my goodness, you're the other end of the continuum. Uh, Because when I was listening to you say that I'm an only child. So I actually did have to learn how to do this thing called being social. Because I didn't, growing up in a really small town, there were like the joke was you either played or you didn't play because there were only about seven kids within three years of my age. Yeah. So if we if we beat each other up one day, right, you get in that little kid fight when you're five, the next day you still had to play, you know, so you had to work that out. But yeah, so what is the second part of your acronym? Oh, the second part is I inner work. You got to do the inner work. You need to you need to write, you need to explore those thoughts that are running through your mind. You need to give yourself the time and space to really understand what's important in life. Walk in nature and learn that way. And I think a lot of times we don't spend enough time in nature and that will help us get clear on our goal and life's direction and understand what our true purpose is because it's not going to come all at once usually. Sometimes it comes in a flash or bits and pieces of it come in a flash, but you really have to do that inner work in order to help yourself to notice what these things are so that you can you can listen to yourself and like i said a lot of it comes to me through writing so that inner work is incredibly important so yeah the t is together the i is inner work and uh if i could move on to the m i think that's incredibly important uh the m is meditate yes so meditation all of these pieces are important and let's get them all out and then we can look at uh, what I think is, is clear is, is, and you're discussing it, is that there's layers to, yes. to purpose. There's layers to our journey. So, so we have T for time, but T is together. Yes, that's and right. I is the inner work. And a lot of that, and I agree, it's, it, it, you go out in nature, you journal. I take my little moleskin with me. Um, I'm like Linus. My moleskin comes along like my blanket, right? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I never go anywhere with the, Forget the American Express. It's in my wallet. But I, I take my moleskin. So, and then, so we have time and then M. Let's go into that a little more. 
Yeah, niyamas meditate. Yeah. And I feel like everybody meditates in their own way, in a different way. You might have been taught formally. You might do TM, transcendental meditation. You you may have other types of meditation, but meditation is a huge part of this picture. And you can use an app. You can, you know, use an app like the Calm app, C-A-L-M, and that will help you learn how to meditate. And of course, there are all kinds of apps out there there's uh, Insight Timer where you can get yourself a meditation teacher right there on the app. And uh, meditation is a huge part of this. And I just think you need to start. You need to take action. Maybe you've never meditated or maybe you have meditated sporadically, but I really feel it's important to meditate on a regular basis. Make it part of your routine, part of your habit. Make meditation a part of your life that is just so integral to what you do and how you think that you wouldn't complete a day without meditating at least once. Yes. So, I, and I, I really want to come back and dig down into that, but let's get the entire acronym out. And so then what does E stand for? E is exercise. Move your body. Make sure that you're not stagnant because as we do that, and there seems to be this pull. Uh, I know for me, you know, there's this pull toward the couch, this pull toward, hey, I'm kind of tired. I just want to sit down. I just want to relax. And so I make sure that I move every day, that I exercise every day because I believe that your body is just created to move and that in doing that that's when some of the biggest revelations will come to you your your brain starts to operate differently as you move and exercise so so e is exercise i i think that you just you just really need to make sure that's a daily habit as well so what i love about this and i want to point out uh, to um, to to you who are listening, is how holistic this is, and it's laid out a journey that, from my own experience, I've lived at a Buddhist monastery. I actually wear monks' robes while I meditate, and so I create a, a space, right? So there's a space where I meditate, but then I create an environment that that takes me deeper into that. I'd like to discuss for a moment the layering of discovering your purpose because I go out in nature as well. I mean, we do very similar things. A week from now, I'm going on a personal retreat out in Keystone. I live in, in Colorado. And I'm going to work from eight to one. And, uh, and then from one on, I'm going out and do nature trails and just be in nature because that seems to rejuvenate me, but it also connects me. So, this journey of finding layers, uh, Bruce, I'm curious about how you personally or would recommend for anybody to find the layers of who they are and their purpose through this experience of the acronym of time. Well, I think that you have to remember the other T and that is take action. I think so many times we get inside our heads and we start thinking, oh yeah, I'll read more and I'll, and I'll do this inner work and I'm I'll just do one book away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so we have to take action and we have to make sure that we are actually 
doing the things that move us forward, not actually thinking about the things. And so when we're reading or meditating, we're thinking, we're using our mind, but we have to be taking action. And you're right. These are all different layers moving toward learning what your true purpose in life is. So you have to understand that while all these layers are happening and you're doing all these different things, you are actually taking action as well. And that needs to be an ongoing part of this initiative that you are taking action. So I'm glad you asked that. And what I also heard, Bruce, was consistency because you're saying, well, you need to meditate daily you need to do regular exercise. It's not like you save it up and then one day out of the week, you go, okay, I'll meditate three hours. That's not the same as a half hour or whatever it is for you every day, because this is a, it's like, I take a lot of supplements. I've moved to a plant-based way of eating other than salmon. That seems to work, but otherwise it's all plant-based. Most of it's completely fresh, but it's not like I, uh, and I, that I save up all those supplements, the zinc and all of this stuff that I take. And then once a, once a week, I take a whole lot of it. It wouldn't have the same effect. So that's kind of the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. It, and wouldn't it be great if we could just save it all up and oh, you know, yeah. do, so, do all our writing once a month and uh, do all our meditating once a month or something? Well, it just doesn't work that way. That's for sure. And that's why I emphasize that, that you, you need to make a commitment to yourself make a promise to yourself and keep it. And that promise could be just meditating every day for five minutes. Right. But once you look back and maybe you've looked back at a month or whatever, and you're like, hey, yeah, I really kept that promise to myself. That's a big deal. And even though it may not have seemed like much, like meditating for five minutes, really, you know, I'm sure we can all find five minutes in our day every single day to meditate. But if you actually do it, you are accomplishing something. You are taking action. You're keeping a promise to yourself that you have made. And that is huge. Well, you know, I think it's really important. Uh, I want to bring this up because I've personally found that I've done this at times, Bruce. And uh, and if you're listening, and we're all human beings, probably we all have, is that some days I've avoided meditation, right? And then I have to figure out what is it I'm avoiding? Because meditating is a time that you're present. It's practicing being present. It's being connected to yourself. So then I have to look and go, well, wait a minute. It wasn't that I didn't have the time. That's for clear. That's clear. What was I avoiding? Has that ever happened to you? That has happened to me. And one of the things I realized and I, I've learned is that I have to be careful not to beat myself up afterwards. Right. I, you know, it's fine to think about, okay, why did I really do that? Oh, you know, was I going through a, a, a time where I just couldn't bear to look any deeper inside myself, right. yeah. you know, was there just so much pain? Was I just in, right, pain. That's exactly what I was thinking, Bruce. It, it's yeah. like, usually it's like, it's easier to stay distracted because I think of meditation as when I stop distracting myself. Right. It's far easier to stay distracted and, and look around you, look around us all in the world. Isn't that what we're all doing? We're all running around being busy. We're being distracted. We're doing, doing, doing all these things to keep us busy, to keep our minds off the pain a lot of the time. 
Well, and, and uh, you know, as the pandemic began, I personally went out, rented a house out as I go in the middle of nowhere with lots of nature around me. And for the most part, self-isolated for five months. And I've come back out a little bit. And now I've decided that in uh, two months from now, I'm going to do that for like another five months. Uh, because I found that I didn't realize how much all the things I used to do, like going to the symphony and going to the jazz club and going to films and, you know, concerts and stuff. I didn't look at it that way, Bruce, but I realized when it was removed because it was no longer possible that those had actually been ways I distracted myself from going deeper. And I didn't even recognize that. And, and I just want to ask if you're listening into this conversation have you noticed a, a shift for yourself as we've gone through this pandemic where we all made some changes in our daily lifestyle? But I think it's brought a lot of people more home to who they, who they are because all those distractions were no longer there. Yeah, I definitely think so too, JV. I think that a lot of people have started to really examine their life in a whole different way than they ever have because they've kind of had to stop and look at things and they've stopped and noticed the pain they've stopped and noticed some of their emotions and they've started to examine some of this and started to think hey you know is this really where i want to be in life and i i definitely agree with you i think a lot of us have started to re-examine our lives as a result of it so at Conscious Millionaire, so and I, I want to bring this in before we go to break. At Conscious Millionaire, we talk about the conscious part, and that's who am I? Why am I on the planet? What's my purpose? What's my vision for the difference I want to make as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a business owner? And then we go over to the money part and go, okay, how do we align the two so that you are making money, you're putting money in your bank account, you're being financially successful but in a purpose-driven, purposeful way, conscious, mindful way. How do you integrate those two? Well, one of the things that I've, I've done for a very long time is, you know, once I discovered my purpose and would look at my purpose, then I would think to myself, am I doing right now an activity that is helping me move forward in my purpose and also move forward financially. So I merge those two because I know that unless I move forward financially, I can't very effectively move forward in my purpose and vice versa. So I want to make sure that what I'm doing right now, or at least I want to make sure I know whether what I'm doing right now is moving me forward financially. Now, when you do the inner work, you know, sometimes finance has nothing to do with it at all. But I want to know that on a day-to-day -day basis, I am working toward the financial piece because that's how I can, I can achieve my purpose is by building my, my uh, life financially. Well, Bruce, I want to thank you for the honor of being here. We've got a lot more coming up. We've got a 24-hour challenge, folks, right after the break. And then we've got the millionaire entrepreneur questions. You're going to want to stay tuned for those. So we're going to be right back, yes, on the Mindfulness Mode podcast. I'm going to cut in here, Mindful Tribe. I'm talking to you if you've been trying and trying to lose weight 
Maybe you're feeling it's hopeless. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you've tried so many times to lose weight. Well, you know what? It's not hopeless. Hypnosis changes everything because it transitions the way you think. It conquers your inner bully. I personally lost 35 pounds and I've kept it off with the help of hypnosis. Using mindfulness and hypnosis, I will help you lose your weight because I am trained in hypnosis. And you deserve it. You deserve to lose that weight. Send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and put weight loss in the subject line. We'll jump on a free 45-minute call to answer all your questions. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm J.V. Crum III, and it's my honor today to be interviewing Bruce Langford. Normally, I'm interviewing people on my podcast, Conscious Millionaire Show, but actually, you might want to go over there and check out Bruce Interviewed Me for the Conscious Millionaire Show. So we're just flipping, but getting interviewed on our own shows. And now it's time for me to just take a moment for you. And I want you to know that I appreciate you showing up. Because I know if you're showing up for the Mindfulness Mode podcast, that you are truly interested and probably committed to having a life that has more purpose, more mindfulness, that you want to take your journey to a deeper level. And I know that Bruce takes you there on every episode. And so we want to take you there in a new way with a 24-hour challenge. And Bruce, I'll turn that over to you. Yeah, so I challenge you to put meditation into your life in the next 24 hours. Now, that can just be a five-minute period of meditation, or maybe if you've been a regular meditator or even a sporadic meditator, maybe you might want to commit yourself to doing you know, a 20- or 30-minute meditation session. But promise yourself within the next 24 hours you are going to do a meditation session and you can you can couple that with deep breathing you can uh, you can use an app for that like the calm app or the, the insight timer app those apps will help you to do this but i encourage you to do this 24-hour challenge make sure you do meditate between now and when 24 hours from now is uh, concluded so yeah get that into your life and uh, then add it to your life on a regular basis after that i love that bruce uh, meditation is such an important part of each of our lives. And, and I know when you make it an important part of yours or deepen your meditation practice, you already have that you're going to begin to transform from the inside out to a new level. I want to especially reach out and thank all of Bruce's fans in Toronto and Sydney, Australia. And now it's time for yes, the millionaire entrepreneur questions. And Bruce, I want to start with mindset, which is pretty like a next door neighbor to mindfulness, right? What's the mindset that you've developed that helps you discover your best business opportunities? Well, the mindset is moving from a place where I thought I had to do it all as an entrepreneur. I thought, oh, I have to figure all this out and do it all to a place where I felt comfortable asking for help. 
So the mindset is being willing to ask others for help. And there are all kinds of people. And now we can connect even easier online with others. So be willing to ask others for help and and learn how to uh how to do what you need to do just by <clears throat> surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Well, let's shift from mindset to strategy. And what's a strategy that you could recommend to your own listeners that will help them no matter what they're doing, whether they have a job or they have an entrepreneurship or they're a coach, they're a business owner that'll help them make more money. Well, focus on helping others. Don't focus on the money. Don't focus on you. Focus on the other people that you're going to help in life. And I found that once I started to really focus on helping others, what I could do for those other people and their stories, and I started to notice people who would come to me and say, hey, you know, you really helped me. This is what happened. You know, like I was experiencing this and I was experiencing that. And then I... I was able to hear you speak, or I was able to uh, hear a podcast that you recorded, and that made a huge difference for me. So once you start focusing on helping others and not focusing on the money itself, I think that is a powerful strategy to help you become empowered as an entrepreneur. And, and Bruce, I just want to second that because at Conscious Millionaire, it starts with the impact, the conscious part. And the money, and I think one of the biggest, and it's going to sound, you know, when you hear this, if you haven't heard it exactly this way, it might sound a little, oh, I, I got to digest that. And that's great, is that the people who make the most money are not focused on making the money. You become a millionaire by focusing on impacting other people's lives in a way that expresses your purpose and is what they need to solve their problems. It brings the two together. And that's how money is explosively, literally made out of thin air, because it's not like there's some reservoir of money over here and you wanna get your part of it. You create it by adding value and impact. So I completely concur to that. You know, this kind of uh, next question summarizes a lot of what we've been talking about today, Bruce. What is your life purpose and how did it influence your business vision? My life purpose is helping others to, to find their sense of calm, their focus, and their happiness. And understand that many times it's bullying or self-bullying that's holding them back. And so I teach specifically about that bullying piece, but I help people find their calm, focus, and happiness so that they can live a life of contentment. What's a book that would help uh, any entrepreneur or coach or business owner, some, someone who's generating their own income through their, their power of something they're building, what's a book that would help them? Well, a book that would help you is, well, I, like I'll just say I read every single day. So I've always got books on the go that I I'm, love. And, and I agree. I've got, I'm looking over here at my <laughs> stack of books. It's like, uh, I, I want to add something there, folks, because I want to sh share this if I can, uh, because I think it's it's a fun way to look at this. It, it was a few years back, but I use stickums uh, in every yeah. color imaginable. I think I'm keeping them in in in, uh, in in business all by myself. And yeah. 
I was reading 23 books simultaneously. <laughs> and uh, so that tells you that, that my focus is a, maybe a little different than, than your, some people's focus, but some books I wouldn't pick up for another two months. But the moment I felt inspired to pick it, that book up, and they were in stacks, right? I didn't put them away because I got to look at stuff. Yeah. And wherever that stickum was, I can tell you, Bruce, it was exactly the information, the inspiration, the empowerment that I needed at that moment. And I was just taking that journey through 23 books simultaneously. Wow, that's incredible. Well, this book that I just finished reading is is pretty amazing. And I I'm I was surprised once I started reading it because I, I didn't I didn't really understand the title until I started reading it. And the book is called Conscious Luck. It's called Conscious Luck, and it was written by someone that I interviewed recently, Gay Hendricks. And if you know Gay Hendricks, you know that he's absolutely amazing. And it was written with his friend Carol Klein. So two incredible people who are best-selling authors with other books that they've written. And I love the the, uh, subtitle. It's Eight Secrets to Intentionally Change Your Fortune. And... You know, I thought, well, luck, luck. What do you mean luck? I don't even think of luck as being a part of my life. But once I started reading this book, he defines it in a whole different way. And when I interviewed him, that's on episode 579, he talks more about this book, Conscious Luck. And I think you might like to check it out. So check out the book, Conscious Luck. It's a pretty fun read, and yet it'll help you change your fortune. And, and if you're sitting there and you're not as familiar with Gay Hendricks, um, I want to remind you, you've probably heard of the book, The Big Leap. And that's one of the books that made Gay extremely famous. You know, uh, Bruce, I always ask my guests, I'm going to ask you as well, what's the best way right now, if you right now are listening to this podcast, what's the best way for people to reach out and, and connect with you? Well, the best way is just to email me, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. And you can hear more from me on the Mindfulness Mode podcast. And I'm on practically every podcast app there is out there. And uh, past, I guess it's 2.3 million uh, downloads. And as I mentioned earlier, I help people through the hypnosis training that I've received. I help people to lose weight or quit smoking or change your mindset in uh, an area where maybe you're stuck and you want to get started in 2021 to really make a difference in your life. So just email me bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. We'll jump on a 45-minute call and we'll work together to solve these challenges in your life. You know, this is one of the most fun questions I ask, and whether it's on my show or asking you, we didn't. I never discuss it in advance because I always want to be surprised myself. What's that next summit that you want to climb, and what might be a challenge or obstacle that you've got to overcome to reach it? I've discovered that I can just help people in a deeper way through hypnotherapy, and and so. I, I learned this from my friend Erica Flint, and I actually interviewed her on episode 590. 
Uh, so Erica Flint is a hypnotherapist, and she explains how this isn't just something that you do on stage or something you're trying to do to impress people. This is something that can help you and help others. And so in my coaching, I'm really excited about helping other people through hypnotherapy. Congratulations. Well, Bruce, this brings us to what has been the trademark question I've asked over 2,000 times on the Conscious Millionaire Show. What's the legacy you want to leave? Well, I want the legacy to be that I've helped over 3 million people through being bullied or self-bullied. I've, I've helped them through these challenges. And so many of us, well, really all of us have this element of self-bullying, which is our inner voice that is derailing us at one point or another in our life. And I just want to be known as that person who has helped so many people move through this challenge. Well, I want to thank you for showing up, for listening, uh, for being a loyal listener of the Mindfulness Mode podcast. And Bruce, I want to thank you for the honor of getting to interview you on your own show. Thank you so much for having me today. And JV, I want to thank you for being the host, for interviewing me. It's just awesome to kind of switch the roles here and have you interview me. Thank you so much for doing that, JV. Well, this was a lot of fun, and I'm thinking, well, I'd like to do some more of this kind of thing. So thank you for showing up, and and Bruce, thank you. As, as always, it's incredible connecting with you. For sure. Bye now. Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening, for subscribing, and for reviewing the show, and for telling your friends about Mindfulness Mode. Thanks also to Erica Flint's Cascade Hypnosis Center for being our valued sponsor. Erica is a terrific teacher of hypnosis, and I know that because I am a graduate of her program. Now, if you're a healer, a coach, a therapist, a counselor, or just someone who loves helping people, you might want to consider the powerful results that can be achieved with hypnosis. You can learn how to do it. Contact the team over at CascadeHypnosisCenter.com and take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.